The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys AFL Fantasy Podcast. We're talking captains, we're talking trade targets, we're back on the beers. Let's go! G'day and welcome again to the Ball Boys AFL Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Casey, and you can find me on Twitter at Ball Boys Fantasy, joined by my co-host, my partner in crime, Luke Rodgerson. How are you, mate? I'm good, mate. We're back on the beers. You stocked the fridge, so... Yes, the fridge is stocked. I think that was my issue last week. Yes, yeah. I think no that's... No beers And the trades just... Poor performance. Went downhill, yeah. Now, I've... Um, I want to start the show by shouting out um, the fella in the comments section. He had the first comment in there, uh, Brett, and uh, it's his first time listening along live. Welcome, Brett. Thank you for coming along, Brett. But also, he, he's revealed himself as the person who made me feel better about my Himmelberg oh, decision. Oh, no. Because I, Brett is the unfortunate person who... Uh, Benched the Berg and then captained Lowman. So, oh. Brett, appreciate your listenership and uh, sorry for what happened to you last week. Oh, mate. mate well, look, the good news is Kyle Lowman is named this week, so no confusion there. I, I still think. wouldn't recommend putting the C on him. That's, <laughs> that's not where him. I'm going. But, no, but so. uh, I think we've got a few more clear uh, red dots. So, hopefully, <laughs> if we have to loop, fingers crossed, fingers we, can, crossed. Uh, we can use those boys. So, what do we got uh, on the agenda today, mate? Mate, there's a bit going around. Um, now, you know, we were, we were a bit down in the dumps on Monday when we recorded our last podcast. We? <laughs> we. Uh, uh, I probably <laughs> was uh, with yeah. my, my slide in rank. But I'm, I'm, I'm back on board. I've, I've detoxed the last few days. But today I've, I've 
got back on the horse. And Ooh, you've detoxed, but you, you've given me a sneaky peek at your trades there, and it's Ooh. it's pretty aggressive Ooh. looking at the moment. So it all will be revealed soon. Yes, but, well, uh, I want to ask your your help because I haven't been seeing it these last few weeks properly. So I'll get your take on things. And a, uh, I was telling you before, my, my trades I just run by you every week, so uh, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's more so of a team effort. There's but, a few uh, a few things we've got to stay on top of. We'll start maybe by going through the Thursday night teams. Let's do it. And uh, you know some reactions, observations from those ones there, and uh, then we can start talking about some trade targets. But we talk about the, you know, going sort of game order for the Blues. They've got a lot of boys back. So got half the team back yeah, in. Yeah, Chera, Cripps, and Pitnett. Um, Mr. Worldwide is uh, <laughs> the players that highlight that one. I want to highlight Mark Pitnett there, especially for the matchup against someone like a Darcy Cameron. Yeah. Because I think for the season, Carlton are actually considered a tough matchup for Rucks. So if you are still... Running with a uh, um, Darcy Cameron, yeah. maybe uh, might be good to chuck the E on him, maybe, and see how he goes. And well, they play roll tonight, don't a, they? A win so or if you have him, yeah. you can have a look at a loop on that one. So I think that would be smart fantasy. Yes. So just a little flag on him. Uh, I think that matchup is not the best. Um, JJ back in for the dogs. How do you think this affects the carousel that is the Western Bulldogs? Yeah, well put. Actually, the, it, it's interesting because. You, the assumption is he plays as a running half backman, but you've also got in that team um, Ed Richards and who am I thinking of? Dale. Dale, Dale as options in that respect. Caleb Daniel. So that sort of makes yeah, that makes me a little bit um, more positive about the potential for Caleb Daniel to stay in that sort of midfield role that he's been getting recently. Because you know I don't think JJ is going to go into that role. Um, yeah. So. But as, as far as those big dogs that we talk about, like Ooh. your Bonson Actually, I've just, I've just seen this. Ed Richards. I don't know if I... This, was this been updated? Because I swear I didn't see this last time, but Ed Richards is out with illness. Oh, okay. So then JJ's... Um, I'm not okay. sure if that's been updated. Maybe I missed that the first time. But Ed Richards is out for okay. uh, illness. So I guess JJ's going to come in and take that role. Or Caleb Daniel goes to halfback. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, potentially. Uh, but I don't... Yeah. I don't think that they'll play JJ through the middle. So I think that... Yeah. For, for most, like Caleb Daniels, lowly owned. For most people, it's not going to affect anything in terms of Bolton yeah. Pelly or anything like that. So, yeah, I think that's that's fair to say. Um, otherwise, for we'll that talk game, about, we'll talk about Bailey Smith a bit later on in, in some more detail. But I yeah. think so. Yeah, no, nothing else really relevant in that game as well. Um, Rory Laird is back in for the Adelaide Crows, so he's just a one week off. Um, interestingly enough, none of the midfielders that came in for him last week have been omitted. Yep. Um, which so you've still got Matt Crouch in there, you've still got Schoenberg. So I think when it comes to uh, a player we'll talk about with the trade outs, um, someone like a Ben Keys, I think if he's in your team, he's almost a must trade this week. Safety score in the last quarter, didn't he? It really it, saved it. It could have been a lot worse than it, it yeah. looked on the surface. So there, I think so. he's a must trade at this point. Come up against Port Adelaide, showdown, tough um, tough matchup. So I think he is the top of top priorities to trade out if he's in your team. And so I will be trading him out uh, of my team this week. So, yeah, I think that's one to look at. And then the other thing on that same game is uh, Dante Vicentini. Sounds like a fucking cocktail or something. <laughs> Dante I was like, Vicentini, I was like, yeah. Mitch, Mitch has got me drink order here yeah, on the run sheet. I thought, uh, what's going on there? He's named back in the Port Adelaide side while Scott Lysette is being managed. So the reason this is very important is because he's a 200k ruck forward option that if you're doing a downgrade, and we'll yep. talk about the downgrade target in a second, but I just to preview, he's the number one option for me because 
all this carnage talk about rucks and not having cover. Well, that's the thing. We've, we've been in this like sort of set and forget for this year. We've known who the two number one ruckmen are. And I think all the talk this week has been rucks and in a lot of different ways in terms of, you know, rookies now, but also, yeah. um, you know, top guys that we can go to. So we're going to talk a lot more about that later on as well. Yeah. So I think, you know, yeah, we'll talk about that later on. But I think that yeah. is definitely one to take note of. Uh, and who knows, maybe Riley O'Brien... Makes an appearance on the Ball Boys, Big Boys later. Um, spoiler, he won't. But <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Oh, just I wouldn't surprise alluding if he to goes, nothing. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't if he goes big, but no one's going to do it. Um, all right, and then the only other thing that we want to keep an eye on when it comes to these teams is more so. Um, well, Reeves was out suspended as well. We knew that coming in. So yep. uh, Lloyd Meek is back to the side. So are they going up with who's their ruck? Is it just Meek, or do they have also someone else? I think it's just me if, if Reeves is out is my... Yeah, I think that is the case as well. Just confirm that. Yeah, I think it is just Lloyd Meek as the ruck. So that definitely changes, I think, the matchup difficulty for um, right. Ron Marshall compared to if Reeves was there. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Ron Marshall this week. We've also got some pretty spicy 5pm teams which with a couple of tall, key defenders, ruckmen, forwards, potentially... In the mix in some of those extended uh, squads. Which um, names are we looking for? We're looking well, at, hopefully uh, not looking well, for. Hopefully not seeing, uh, <laughs> well, for me, as a non-owner of Sicily, Blank, I'm hoping to not see him named. Yeah. Um, Tom Campbell for St. Kilda and Brody Grundy for Melbourne. I think Brody Grundy is a little bit, I think they've already sort of said, I think there's been some reporting that he won't be there, but just want to see it confirmed. Yeah. Uh, but Tom Campbell, That's the Rowan Marshall, if he's, if he's in, I think you trade. So, but let's... Um, <sighs> Let's lead into that discussion because I think That's it is big. the topic of the week. Um, what do we do with Ron Marshall? Like, is this something that is a big enough shadow? It's the title of the, the podcast here. You know, do we jump at shadows? When do we jump at shadows? Is the talk about Ron Marshall last week and there was some management talk at training this week? Yeah. Is it enough for you to jump off a Ron Marshall this week? And in uh, what situation do you think it is? <laughs> Like the play. Uh, the short the short answer is I don't have any fucking clue. But let's <laughs> let's sort of talk about some different things. So I think there's a couple of things at play here. So the obvious discussion is about Max Gorn and the fact that if you move off Marshall, yep. you go to Gorn and you hope that Grundy's not named and you can have a little bit of a point of difference for Gorn, a guy that we know could average 120 for the rest of the season. Yeah, for sure. However, the little thing that I have in the back of my mind there is this week you make a fair bit of cash going mm-hmm. down from Marshall do. to Gorn, probably enough to get a good upgrade on the other end. Yeah, so you make a hundred and ninety or 187000 So next week, that's not going to be the case. No. Because we, and that's, that's something I think that people need to sort of consider and, and sort of makes it a somewhat difficult decision is because we expect Gorn to go up another 50 to 60K this week coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and... By that point, then if you're looking at doing it next week or you're forced to do it next week, suddenly you don't generate as much cash yes. as you hopefully would have. So what are your sort of thoughts there on, on the timing of all this? That, that is an interesting thing as well. So the other thing is, so, and it's got me reflecting on sort of like um, making these kind of moves to generate cash and why it's not something that we often consider in other situations. So yeah. I think when you're trading someone like a Ron Marshall to a Max Gorn versus making cash from doing a rookie on the bench down to another rookie. Yep. You know that the guy you're trading in the, on the bench is not going to affect your scoring. Yep. So if you even if you trade in a worse player on your bench, your scoring on your 22 is not going to be negatively impacted. So when you're trading a guy from your starting 22, 
Um, oh, Grundy will play versus North Melbourne next week. Warning. Says DT Talk. Okay. Interesting. To, and it, so this brings well, um, it's a decent segue because that, that brings me to the next element. So there's the cash element of it, but then there's also if there if is. I got confirmation that Grundy's not playing for the rest of the year, then it's something I genuinely look at doing with all this yeah. rest talk with Ryan Marshall. But um, DT Talk account, which I'm I have to assume is probably Warney, is it's not not Calvin, not the Calvinator. I don't think Warney with his sources. No, it's definitely the Warn Dog. Confirmed for us, Warn Dog. But he has hit us up there in the comments and suggested that Grundy will play against North Melbourne next week. That for me means you can't do it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that. That can for I, me. Can I? I mean, I know. I know the Warn Dog is a very trustworthy source, and I'm sure he wouldn't be just spooking the rest of us out there. Just he's to, played the selfish just play. To, he's just, just put to, it out to there. put himself up in the in the rankings. But Mitch, um, Mitch is just bloody puck it up tighter than a snare drum over here. <laughs> I can I can hear his sphincter. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I think um, yeah. Well, I mean that ties into our thing. So if you're trading Royal Marshall to a max score yeah. and you're making that money okay. to then get an upgrade, how is that different to making money from you know someone from the bench? I think if you can tell me that the, they're going to score the same, then it's it's equivalent. It's the same, and you're mitigating risk because there's you know issues with Marshall's availability and things like that. Yeah. But on the flip side, if especially because he's lowly owned, if Gorn has, and he does, I do believe he has the potential as a solo ruck to yeah. potentially outscore Marshall, even Great. if Marshall's healthy. But as a solo ruck. As a solo ruck. <laughs> then the you have an upside on making money and making points on that trade. So I think that's where the that option becomes more enticing because... But on the flip side, you've got the risk of obviously you have potential losing points trading someone who's averaging 110 points for the season. If you get ahead of the game this week, generate that much cash and it turns out to be a winning play, it could be very, very influential because if people then in the weeks following are forced to go there and don't actually generate much money from that trade, they might not be able to get the upgrade elsewhere. So it's one of those things where, like I said at the very start, I have no fucking idea what the answer is. But if we kind of discuss some of the different things at play, then I guess that can help us all to make a somewhat um, educated decision on it. Before the team's announced at 5 o'clock, what's your gut feeling? Does Rowan Marshall play? I think Rowan Marshall plays. I think that the the avenue they might be more likely to go down is is to reduce his load by bringing in um, a Tom Campbell. That, that's just kind of my feel. But, yeah. but again, that's... I think there's definitely more risk of him being an early sub than he is not playing. I think I think he'll get up. And I, I've, I've managed to track down what the actual I- issue was. It was an ankle um, okay. is what I could track down from the week before where he was being managed throughout the week. So, okay. um, you know, hopefully, fingers crossed, if he got through that game um, okay last week, then another week, you know, you know, between games should obviously help him. He played 90% game time last yeah. week. So, it's a, it's a big <laughs> effort know, for a guy. It is a big effort. So, look, I, I'm semi-confident that he'll be there. It's the subbing out factor um, that more is the nervous... Wait for me. One last little thing to, to talk about it because we do have to talk about other things as well. But um, does your rank come into play in yeah. making this choice? What's if you're top 100, if you're top 100, it's harder to pull that trigger. I mean, it gets. I mean, I guess it depends on your goal. Like, if you're top 100 and you want to secure the hat, yeah, then it's tough to make that play. If you're someone who's maybe you know ranked. 50 to 60 or, or even sort of 30 to 40 and you're trying to get into that top 10, you're trying to break into that next tier, then it's a move that has potential to sort of catapult you with a bit of, you know, say you've got a bit of leeway to fall back a few ranks and still get a hat, then that yeah. might be a thing. If you're someone like me who's ranked in the, you know, the three, four, five hundreds, then, you know, you're probably not going to get a hat unless something crazy happens yeah. that 
you can sort of bank on and say, okay, you know, yeah. I did this, it was different to everyone else, then I'm going to do that. Well, so yeah. that's where it becomes more enticing, I think, if you're just sort of trying a bit of a Hail Mary. Yeah, definitely. Um, and War- it is, Warnie's confirmed it is him. If um, you want to have a look at what Warnie's saying down there, just jump in the comments as well. But no other rucks there at um, St Kilda Training. Marshall was the, the only ruck that trained. And then he's also sort of brought up the fact that... Um, the uh, so that Melbourne look to be potentially locked into a single ruck strategy for Gorn in the finals and sort of how mm. that influences it as well. So appreciate everyone commenting down there as well because it's great to have uh, a lot of well, yeah. well-credentialed fantasy people in the comments. Yeah, so for sure, for appreciate sure. Appreciate that. I did see that St Kilda, uh, Marshall was the only one at training in terms of for rucks um, this week or I think today it was. Um, now that was, I think, some, some good Twitter journalists there, but... Um, yeah, so I feel confident that he's there, but we'll see. We'll see how he goes. Okay, now let's uh, let's very briefly talk some trade targets trade here. Trade targets. Who are we sort of looking at if you are looking to maybe downgrade like a rookie on the bench or something like that? Uh, like I said before and alluded to before, I think the number one downgrade target is uh, Dante Vicentini. I think that simply because he's the 200K, martini. the martini himself... Um, <laughs> Shaken, not stirred. Uh, so he's um, sorry, James. He is. I think he's perfect. He's got two hundred k. So you're getting all the cash down to him. He's going to be your ruck cover this week, um, and he's got that flexibility forward status as well. So yeah, I think that he's that he's the number one downgrade because I think it's the the rookies on the bench. They fill three roles. I think Selby likes to say they um, generate cash. Yeah, they provide cover during the buys and they provide emergency cover. The first two are now no longer... Well, the second one, buys is done. The cash perspective is no longer as important. We've only got five rounds left. So the third one is now the most important role of your bench, yeah. and that's providing cover. Most of us have no cover on our ruck line. So if you are doing a downgrade, I think it's the best move to go to the basement price ruck person that can... Even if he's going to score 30, if there's a laid out... 30 is better than a donut. Yeah, um, it so. is. And to borrow, I, I've listened to Holmesy on a couple of different podcasts um, this week and, and to borrow sort of what he said, he, he lost a car by, I think he was six saying points. Six, six points. So yep. 30 points is not to be to be scoffed at. Sorry yeah. to bring that up again, Holmesy. <laughs> Sorry, Holmesy. Old battle scars. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so I think that he's the number one option. If for whatever reason you have uh, playing R3, then I think the next best option is to go to Luke Nankovis, um, who obviously has the negative four break even and yep. looked good in his debut last he, week. So. He was a late in last week. Late so in, yeah. has he held? Is that he has held, yeah. Held, okay. I think it looked pretty good. Yeah, I mean, he scored, he scored well, like almost so. 70, didn't he, or something like that. So yeah. he, he was one that I was looking at. Um, another one, and this, I guess, is a decent discussion point as well. Another guy that I looked at that I think looked really solid for Richmond was um, Banksy. Um, yes. He's, so he's oh, priced Banks, at... yeah. I thought you were going to go the other guy. He's priced at 270, Sam Banks. Do, at this time of year, do you just go as cheap as you can, or is there any scenario where you go? Oh, I think I'm this saving forty k, and I'm going to Nank. And you do it? Um, yep. Yeah, okay. I'm saving forty k just because. I mean, Banks looked good, but he's had a previous run of games where he didn't look so good yep. in terms of scoring. Um, I also liked Coulthard for uh, Richmond. Fabian. I don't think he's actually named yet, but we'll find out at five o'clock. But he he turned the game almost for Richmond on the weekend. So yeah, I think that was um, a real catalyst for them coming back. In the yeah, so I think he's another very cheap option. But I think those first two options, not many people would have those guys already. So I think if you're looking for a downgrade, those are going to be your guys. Yeah, Bales is a fan of um, Nankovis there, and uh, we know Bales knows his crows. So yes, take that one to the bank yes. for sure. Thank you, Bales. In saying that though, I still would go the ruck cover and forego potential cash generation just to have that coverage there. So, um, but for 
my two cents. That's that's what I'm doing. Okay, what about on the other end? Who are we going up to? The Primos. Well, the number one player, I think, traded in this week is my number one target for the week, and that is Josh Dunkley. Um, I'll just confirm that he is the number one targeted um, trade in, but I think... Coming back in um, last week, scored 112, I want to say, um, after having a couple of weeks off with that calf. He just looked like he was back to himself. And they actually went down and broke down his half or quarter by quarter. In his mm. first couple of quarters, the first half of the game, he was very slow. And then he just got better and better every quarter as the game went on. So he, um, I think, was sort of rounding himself back into fitness. And against the Suns this week for the, uh, the Q Clash... I think he'll have a big one. So you, you got to have him, don't you? Like he's he's going to be almost he's, a top he's three a, forward, isn't he? Yeah, he's a top three forward locked in. So, um, so it, let me ask, and now. some other people out there might be thinking this as well. Like, am, am I in my head a little bit? Because I, I, at the moment, I'm looking at Sicily. So the St Kilda matchup. He's my number yes. two, by the way. So yes, St Kilda matchup. But but am I getting in my head because I've wanted to have him for the last couple of weeks and I've, I haven't been able to get there? Do, do you think that I'm I should be going Dunkley instead of Sicily? Or is it all to do with the with where the blank's named? Does it does it all hinge on that? Do you think? Well, I know you're a big fan of talking about this, but is there any risk that Sicily's tagged this week? Because uh, who you think? Well, apparently the coach has come out and said they're going to give him attention. But I always take those quotes with a grain of salt. Like, if you ask someone in a press conference, "Oh, are you going to do anything about Sicily?" What are you going to say? Nah, nah. fuck it. We'll just let him, we'll <laughs> He's all let good, him do whatever he wants. He's like, good. I mean, that is fair. Um, That's fair. You know, and and I feel like. I almost feel the opposite. If someone says we're going to put attention to him, I almost feel more confident that they're not going to tag him. You reckon they're just talking out their ass? Uh, I, I, I don't know. And and St Kilda haven't tagged. I don't think a hard tag all season. I've I've vowed to myself that I'm not going to lose any more points to the threat of tag. So, so I'm just you going watch. To get, You'll trade in Sicily. Yeah, and he'll get tagged within an inch of his life. Already. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm just going to go balls deep. And if he gets tagged, then. I still think he's a good trade-in target. Um, if, you know, if St. Blank, the best matchup. If Blank's not named, I'll seriously consider going the other way. But Yeah, I think th- if Blank's not named, I would go Dunkley. A little bit of it for me is to do with catch. Like, Dunkley's break-even's 140. Okay, so you're if, trying to think about fitting them all in? Yeah, I'm trying to f- I know I'm going to need them all, and I still don't have Doherty, um, yeah. which I'm salty about. But it, I know I'm going to need them all, so what's the most efficient way to get them in yeah. cash-wise as you. well? Because I don't want to get left um, out in the lurch come two weeks and I go, fuck, I'm 20K yeah. short of X when, yeah. you know, I could have done it in a different order, so. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and you know, even after this round, he's still got a great run with Collingwood and the Bulldogs the next two games as well, and they can give up some points to defenders as well. So I think Sicily is still a very good target, and he is my number two option. Number three, Darcy Parrish. I'm DP3, sort of, Warnies, mate. I've been pumping him up for the last few weeks, and it's all to do with the next two rounds after this round. So after this round, they go, I think, West Coast into North Melbourne. Yeah, juicy as, hey. Which is just the best two-game run you can have. So if... You lock him in this week, and Carnage hits us next week. You've at least got that kind of uh, player there. So um, I think of the midfielders, he would be the guy, I'm, the guy. I'm targeting. Shout out to Bindi too. Just joined us in the comments. Hey, yes, Bindi. and um, and then the, rounding out the top five, I've got Doherty and Sarong. Um, yeah, just two guys that I think you know Doherty top of his line uh, or there or thereabouts top four yep. at least, and then Sarong, someone who may be a bit more unique as well in that midfield after people traded him out a couple weeks ago. Yeah, so those are the premium options for the 900,000. Yep. Cheaper options. I want you to split these two for me. Okay. Luke Davis, Uniac, Jack Steele. Who, if you don't have either, who are you going with? LDU's got such a juicy run to finish the season. Yes. But... West Coast this round. It's... 
almost at this point, it's almost hard to go past the pedigree of steel. Is there much of a price difference now? Uh, see, a little I, bit. See, I own both. So, oh wow. Well, okay. <laughs> uh, there's about sixty thousand. Exactly. Steel is more 000. expensive, hey? Yeah, steel's more. Um, so steel goes um, Hawthorne, Carlton, Richmond, Geelong, Brisbane. Yeah. Look, can I can I say this? If that sixty k could be influential to you this week or next week. Then I'd go LDU with the West Coast matchup this week, and you never know, Steel might outscore. But we're talking about a time. I've seen a few people tweet this as well, and I think it's a really great point. We're talking about a time of the season where you do need to look a week, two weeks ahead, and think about Definitely. how how are these financial decisions going to impact me next week? Because yeah. there would be nothing worse than making your trades this week, getting to next week, and think, "Fuck! If only I'd just gone yeah. to X player rather than Y player, I'd now have you know." Z player. So, um, wow, what's letters in there? I'm lost. Sorry, mate, school teacher. <laughs> Guilty. Big alphabet guy. Oh, big um, alphabet guy. Yeah, so I get you. Look, yeah, look sure. ahead, people. Try and look ahead as best you can. I'm, I'm not the best at looking ahead either, but you do it. <laughs> yeah. Do as I say, not as I do, is what they always say. Uh, yeah, so I think, look, I just on, you know, if I'm just to put a ranking, I, I would go LDU over Jack Steele just because okay. I think okay. the West Coast matchup uh, is a little bit more friendly and even the games after, I'd favour LDU there. Guesty's in the comments too. Um, Sitting pretty guessy, at the top I'm, of the content creators. I'm coming for you, mate. I'm coming for you. <laughs> um, but then I've got Max Gorn as my number three cheap option below 900,000. I still think that as long as Grunny's not there this week, I still think you can jump on. Luxury trade season, Grunny comes back next week. Worst case scenario, you trade him out again. But even if Grunny comes back... You can't imagine that he's coming back and they're coming back and they're splitting that ruck time again. Like Gorn's seventy plus percent okay. CBAs, okay, ir- th- irrespective of if Brun is there. Would I you think, agree? Well, I think it's a valid point, especially given that the, the all the word coming out of the club is we're trying to build Grundy's forward craft. So exactly. it, it would seem very strange for them to so come, come back and ruck and then fifty fifty ruck. So yeah. no, I do appreciate that point. The only thing I can see being an issue is like let's say Grundy is named next week because of the cash discrepancy. If you want to go back to Marshall that's going to have to then be your upgrade. So if your team is not fully luxurious by that point and mm. that happens yeah, next get, week, you're going to yeah, lose yeah. your upgrade. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Like if yeah. I'm still running like a, a Will Day or a Himmelberg or... Yeah, because this price difference will still be annoying to kind of like... You're not going to get an upgrade there and an upgrade because you yeah. you're not going to have a, a fucking kitty in, you know, yeah. in the bank. So that's the only thing I'll say there is if your team's not fully luxurious and you do that and you get forced to flip on it the next week, you lose your upgrade next week basically. Next guy here, Sam Flanders... Are we in on um, the stupid, sexy Flanders hype? Are we? Is are that we a in? Simpsons reference? Yeah, you, I don't, you, you're I, one of the weird people that have never watched the Simpsons. This is not my fault. This is my mum's fault. So, <laughs> oh like, wow, I, I would have been all for watching the Simpsons, but <laughs> mum said no Simpsons for you. Yeah, Luke, no, so. that's, that's a that's a that's a Simpsons quote. But yes, uh, Flanders, are we in on him? I'm are in. On, I'm in on Flanders. Hey, this might be this might be just absolute stupidity. This might be the Fiorini Ratkins all over again. But it, it, the the role looks good. So this is where I want to pick your brain, okay? Yeah. This, these, and this is very selfish, so apologies, people. I'm going to indulge myself here. It's my <laughs> podcast. I can do what I like. But, uh, so my you just watch the viewer numbers just... <laughs> <laughs> down, down, down. Tune out. Uh, no, they're sticking around for the big boys. Um, so my tr- two trade targets this week. This week, okay. I'm getting um, key after Dunkley. So okay. that's locked in. You're locked up. It's sort of how I get there. Okay. The first option is going Marshall to Gorn. So that's my first option, and I can still get keys to Dunkley. Ooh, my next spicy. option is McRae to Flanders. So it works out being McRae and Marshall versus Flanders and Gorn. Who do you prefer? Which combo of those two do you prefer? Gorn and 
McRae, Flanders, Marshall. Two two things that come to my mind immediately. First thing is where you're ranked, and so you, like if if you finish ranked 500 versus 350, yeah, you know, yeah, hope whatever, harm. Whatever. May as well swing and try and get close to yeah. the top hundred. That's the first thing, and in that case, then I would go the like the really aggressive of down to Gorn, and then and then you just be hoping that Marshall gets rested or something like that, and people yeah. cop carnage. So. In that respect, second thing that comes to my mind is if you have to hold McRae, what looping options do you have? So that's the other thing. So if I if I hold McRae, I can loop him because he plays Saturday afternoon, and then I've got Marcus Windhager on the last round. So, so that's with the form that Windhager's been in. Like that doesn't strike me as the worst. It, yeah. it, let me ask you this question: Are you prepared that next week it could go tits up and you could be a real salty boy? Yeah. Well, I, I've I've planned for this, and I'm just going to watch the Gold Coast Brisbane game. Because they play at the same time as the dogs, so I'm just yeah. gonna—I'm not gonna knock watch McRae. If I hold him, I'm just gonna not watch him. Okay, I so that's your plan. That's my plan. But are you gonna be like? What I'm asking is, are you gonna be salty if Rowan Marshall pops a 120 this week and just keeps, oh no, keeps no, no, punch no, no, no. 120s I, I, for I'm the rest of the fully aw- and more, Grundy comes back. It's more watching McRae that will be the hardest part. Of <laughs> no, this I, he um, said this. He says this, but if Grundy comes back in, he will be salty <laughs> as all hell. No, 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 no. I'm fully prepared to take that risk and uh, sort of ride that wave. But I think, yeah, those are my. I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping that Tom Campbell just gets named in the next 60 seconds and, and that makes can... my decision for oh, me because I will 100% right. do that. Okay. Um, Man, I'm all, I'm all, let's just spice it up. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Because I do I do like Flanders. Um, but I then think... in saying that, I've got Noah Anderson, I've got Took Miller, so I can't have all the fucking sons in my team. Yeah, so. someone's going to get left out week yeah, to week. so I think that the... the you know, the path for me to, to jump rank is to not have every son and yeah. to, to get off the Royal Marshals. So. But, f- but for the record on Sam Flanders, I, like, and again, I, I do like again this is just purely my opinion, but I, I kind of like what I'm seeing from Flanders, especially as a guy that you can go to who could score in line with the top six forwards but can also generate you the cash to make your upgrade elsewhere. So if going to him from someone that you want to get off of generates enough cash for your upgrade, then my thought is, yeah. Yep. Okay, before we do the big boy, should we look at the teams? Yes. Or have you got have you got one more? No, no. I've got one more trading target. The other one I was going to mention as a cheaper option is Liam Duggan, who, okay. again, another bit of a unique 864K up against North this round. I've sort of been flipping between him and Luke Ryan as like that unique defender that I'm going to recommend trading in this week. If you're looking for a unique defender, I would go Liam Duggan with the North matchup. But okay. Mitch is going to uh, bring up the teams, the and we're going to have a little teams. squizzy squiz at what's going on there. All right, what do we got? What do we got? As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? 
outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, Tom Campbell, Tom Campbell. Um, all right, so in... Oh, still hasn't uploaded, right? Oh, no Campbell. Anti-climax. No Campbell, confirmed no Campbell. by the warned dog. No Grundy, but Brand Brown admitted. So, dog. this is okay. going to really challenge you because you, you really want to do that Gorn thing, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, I want to do the Gorn thing, but uh, I'm just... I reckon, I reckon Marshall's fine. I actually reckon that this has been, like, just drummed up. Um. Yeah. So no Ben Brown. He's got two ankles, eh? Yeah, he'd be fine. Oh, Cold Heart's been admitted as a sub. That sucks. Um. Otherwise, nothing really of note there. Cooper Harvey has been omitted for oh, anyone who was relying that's a bit on rough. him. So we we thought his job security was going to be pretty pretty good. So given how bad North Melbourne are. Remember, he still will be in an emergency. So don't put the captaincy on him. Um. I just wouldn't oh. be putting the captaincy on him because there's right. every chance that he's a late in, uh, or the sub. Uh, because I think. They did say that Zebul will not be the sub this week. So, um, okay. So no Tom Campbell. No Tom Campbell. No Tom. Does that Campbell. make my decision for me? Like, do I just now keep Rowan Marshall? Fuck. I'm, it's going to be okay. Well, okay. Think of it. Think I'll of it this way it. as well. Like, if you if you keep Rowan Marshall, you're going to be with the majority of the rest of the competition. So it's not. But, gonna... I, but I'd also be getting in Flanders, who's a very unique player anyway. I like Flanders. Yeah. We're all just right. indulging ourselves yeah, tonight. I'll, I'll Maybe... sleep on it. But let's uh, all right. Let's move on to the next uh, topic, which I believe is what everyone is waiting for. Oh yeah, I, my transitions haven't been working. I just I hope this is going to work this time. All right, let's go. It didn't fucking work. What's going on? It's lagging out. Yeah, lagging out. Okay. What is happening? It's lagging out. No transitions. I don't know what's happening at your okay, end, people. Well, but yeah, if... hopefully, maybe that's just our end. But anyway, sorry about yeah. the lack of transitions. But the big boys, uh, tough week again this week, I Wait, thought. Wait, can you play the sound grab again? I didn't get to do my big boys dance. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, no, we did lag on the lot. Oh, okay. Stitch up. Uh, but the big boys here, I think, again, like I said, tough round again. I think for me, these top three, I want your help just to finalise the list here. Okay. So number one, I have Josh Dunkley, who some people 
previously when we talk about superstitions, say never captain the player that you're trading in on the week you trade them in. Oh, is that that's, a thing? It's been a popular superstition that when I did that tweet out, a lot of people said that. So because because you're like doubling down there because you always watch yeah. the player you trade in. Yeah, and then imagine you put the if they go shit. On them. Oh. oh, you'd feel horrible. That's but, your weekend. Done. But he's my number one up against Gold Coast on Saturday at four thirty-five. Number two, I've got Tim Taranto versus. Melbourne, and number three, I've got the Bont at uh, Ballarat versing uh, GWS 1.45pm. So oh, GWS typically a, a pretty tough matchup for me. They are. Bont is just so well credentialed. But the Bont yeah. is just that good that he has made top, uh, the three with the Ballarat matchup there. So of those three, like, what do you think about the order in terms of prioritizing them? Like, How would you rank those three uh, midfielders as a captain option? Uh, th- there's no like super obvious matchup of the three. There's no matchup you look at and go like that's no. super super juicy. Um, it, my my sort of thinking on it is I could look at the three of those guys and if they scored very similar to each other, I, I wouldn't be shocked with that one. So yep. there'll, be, there'll still be people that aren't trading in Dunkley this week, like myself included potentially. Um, so, so so of those matchups, the best matchup in the last ten games. Has is Melbourne, where teams on our midfielders on average are scoring three points more than their average. So we're looking to roll roll into Timmy T. Roll if, into if Timmy we're T. To. Yep. Um, the next best is Gold Coast, where teams are pretty average matchup. And yes, like you said, GWS are a slightly negative matchup as well. So averaging less than two, uh, two points less than their average in the last five. However, and I think I'm not sure if this is to do with Max Gorn going more into the ruck, Melbourne have been harder to score against in the last five. Do you think that that can have a bigger like impact with Gorn being the predominant ruckman and midfielders maybe... Oh, the fact a, that he's putting it down. Yeah, like strike. opposing mids sort of maybe just lacking an extra few disposals there as a result? Um, or I, am I reading too much into that? I think if you start looking at that, it, that, that might be reading a little bit too go much down into a rabbit it. hole. You could. I think you could go down a rabbit hole with that kind of thing. Yeah. For sure. Um, um, what about? I mean, I can see that he is a little bit further down this list, but there's there's a young fellow that I reckon tonight, biggest stage against the biggest oh. rival against the team that he used to support. I I think. That, Did you support that team? Yeah, I saw a photo where he's oh. he, and you know his dad was obviously a great Collingwood player, and he was wearing this Carlton jersey. Can you see a scenario where Nick Dacos comes out tonight and just goes? Absolutely bananas. Yes, of course. I can definitely see that scenario. Um, like, he's, he's a great player. Um, so, yeah, if, if you're a fan of VCing on the Friday night... I he, like to spice up my Friday night sometimes. He, he, he would be the guy I'd go to if, you, if you're keen on a Friday night VC. Okay. He's my highest-ranked guy on the Friday night, but... Sorry, I've jumped the gun. Tell us who 4 through I, 7 is. I don't know. I just feel like there's some better matchups, better guys out there. Number okay. 4, I have LDU. Um, yep. Would have loved him as a VC option. Um, so, I think yeah. he gets dinged a little bit for safety. Um, so, if he was a VC option, I think he'd be a really nice one. As would number 5 being James Sicily, who I've got at number five. It sucks when those good matchups are on the Sunday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so being a captain, look, it's risky. Um, actually, hold on. Do we, do we, we didn't look at... Um, we were looking at Rucks. Oh, what about we, Blank? Blank is not there. Okay, so... Dunkley. Dunkley in for you? That might that might ding Sicily a little bit for me, actually. Like, I think he, he, he drops out of the top five for that. This is going to be this is going to be tough because I reckon we're going to come be come back in on Monday and go and Sicily went one fifty. Brandon Ryan is debuting. He wouldn't be a, a key defender, would he? No idea. 
do a, do a little okay. quick, quick oh, search I'll, while I'll, I go I'll through the rest of the ball boys, big boys. Uh, so James Disley currently at number five. Um, but number six, I have Jack Steele versus Hawthorne. Seven, I've got English versus GWS. GWS have been actually very tough since Briggsy has taken that number one ruck mantle. So English falls down a bit. Even though I think he went 150 against them in the past, that was against Flynn. Um, Nick Dacos, number eight, like we mentioned, versus Carlton. Carlton have just been... Up there with Port in terms of the toughest matchups for inside mids, which is where Nick Dacos is playing at the moment. Um, Brand- Brandon and Ryan. And their are back with Cripps and Chera. So. Sorry to um, cut you off there. Yeah. Brandon Ryan listed as a 200-centimeter key forward, but surely we've got some Hawthorne fans or people in the uh, in the comments that know a little bit more Brandon Ryan. Is okay. he a guy that could play key back and then uh, free up Sicily? Free up sick dog. Okay, yeah. We'll see how we go. Um, yeah, let us know in the comments. Mm, Some Hawks mm, fans out there. Do. And number nine, I've got Jordan Dawson versus Port Adelaide. Um, just Port, I think that knocks him down there. And Zach Merritt versus Sydney rounds out the top ten. Um, he's going to go big the next two weeks, but just not this week versus Sydney, who were an extremely tough matchup recently as well. So... Those are the big boys. Um, you like Nick Dacos. Look, I'll give you Nick Dacos I, over I, English. Let, let's say, like, I'm not necessarily advocating for doing it because I, you know, I religiously um, trust the subscribe boys. to the big boys. But <laughs> but I'm just saying it would be a fun watch tonight, given yeah. Carlton's, like, one of the form teams of the comp. Collingwood's oh, the, uh, the immovable yeah. object. Yeah. I'm just saying it'd be fun. As a VC, If you, you prioritise you can, you can fun over the yeah. big boys, then, hey... I mean, that's, look, the, the thing that. about this week is I don't. I, I look at these the, this list and I struggle to see where the ceiling comes from for a vice captain. You know, like yeah, like even though I've got Josh Uncle at number one, I'm I'm sort of almost I'm hunting for that like just safe one twenty this week versus previous weeks. There's been really juicy matchups where you can easily see like a 140, 150. But this week, I almost I'm prioritizing that safety a little bit more because I think a lot of them are quite close. So that's why Especially Dunkley and Taranto two. are up the top there because I feel really safe with their matchups and their yeah. consistency. So Especially with those those um, Sunday options probably being yeah, the so ceiling guys. With so. the LDU, Sicily, they're probably more the guys with the ceiling matchups. Makes but tough. late and loop options and vice and captain options after they play, very thin. So um, yeah. So look I think Dacos could go well if you if you're that way inclined. Beautiful. All right. That does it with the big boys. Can you play play the sound grab again on the oh, way out? Oh, first time the charm. And then we're moving straight into another sound grab because it's time for... El Spicy Takes. Feeling hot, hot, hot. You've been... Um, not putting your spicy takes on the run sheet here, mate, just to hide it from me yeah, you know, each, these last few weeks. I want to so. keep you guessing, mate. I don't want you to steal me spicy takes, so <laughs> I'm going to have enough, another sip mate. my beer and work out what it is. Of, of the people <laughs> who have actually had spicy takes come off this year, I think I'm one. You're none. Fuck off. Three, I've, I reckon. No, I've had. I've definitely had a spicy take. I'll just go back and work it out. All right, I'm back to being optimistic. Yep. Um, Richmond upset the Demons on a Sunday afternoon blockbuster at the MCG. Love and that. Tim Taranto reminds us all why he was considered by some a perma captain a few weeks ago, and he's going to go 125 plus. Hey, that spicy take works for me. Yeah. Tides, fan. Let's go. Get up over the D's after they narrowly avoided the upset last week. Will losing. Ti- um, they're going to carry it over. Will the Tigers make the finals? 
Yes, spicy take continued. They'll make the finals. <laughs> spicy take win the except, flag. Oh my goodness! <laughs> no, this okay, spicy take segment is good. No, but last week, see, I I don't think the Tigers will make the finals. Last week was dog shit. Except yeah, it was for the last shit. quarter, it was yeah. fucking woeful. Yeah. So you, it was terrible. Where do you stand after a game like but that? But that's why this qualifies as a spicy take. Yeah, because okay. Tim Torrens are going one twenty five is probably not that spicy. But yeah. Richmond winning. And him going. And him going 125. Okay. I'll count that as a little mild spice. It's not the Richmond Fantasy Podcast, so we better move on. My spicy take for this week is, and I just made it up then because I do my best work on the fly, but <laughs> I, I, I think that's what you were doing. Just, just stalling for time. <laughs> that's, ah. right. that's why I'm playing the big boy sound by yep. three times. Uh, no, no, but I, I figure I should just. Roll in with what we've been talking about. Yeah, I reckon. Okay. I reckon Nick Dacos goes one forty plus tonight. Ooh, okay. We'll make you VC. That's spicy. That's fine. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> don't make me put my money where my mouth is, do mate. It, do it. Uh, um, in the comments, let us know what are your spicy takes for this spicy uh, takes, this weekend. Drop your questions. Uh, Academic bowl reckons take. I've had too many beers. You okay. or me? Yeah, I've had one, well, so... Probably both. That's too many. <laughs> yeah, yeah that'd, that'd constitute too many. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, okay, let's have a look. Maybe Let's uh, maybe scroll up and uh, look at... Is it time for some questions? Some questions here, guys. Okay. Drop them down. Let me take the spicy take graphic off the screen. People will be confused. It is question time. Let's go up to the top. So, uh, we answered Brett's question in the comment there. Thinking Dunkley in, this is Dan, thinking Dunkley in, Anderson makes way thoughts. I think Anderson can go. I mean, it's a luxury move, definitely. If So uh, so list, rattle off some players that you'd move before you moved Anderson. Uh, Key's my number one trade target. Keys, McCray. McCray, Will uh, Day. Oh, here, match here's up. a question for you. Matchup for Will Day. Who would you trade first, Anderson or Tuke Miller? Mm. Teammates. Mm. Tuke was so bad last week. CBAs. In Anderson's favour. Anderson, even Anderson's been a tough watch. I'd almost move Tuke before Anderson. Who's got more? Has, are they similarly priced? or? Uh, there's 50k difference. Anderson's yeah. got more on his head. Yeah, I guess I guess. I Tuke think I'd go Tuke, but week. it's very close. Um, would you go Will Day out ahead of an Anderson? Not with the matchup this week. And I know... Yeah, I know Will Day's not guaranteed to score Uber points, um, depending on what role he's playing. Yeah. But I think, oh, I almost think I still would trade him out. I mean, maybe it's not possible with the DPP yeah. or anything like that. But yeah, I think Anderson's fine to go, and Dunkley's a great target. So, yeah, so Dan, um, if you're going in, in essence, I think, yeah, tick it off. All right, beautiful. Um, um, Aaron's question about VCs. Hopefully, we answered that one with the big boys. Yeah. Doc did not appear in my top 10 after being. Number two last week. Yeah, a um, bit of variety for you, mate. Yeah, a bit of variety. Just, um, yeah, Collingwood, he's been playing on the wing, sometimes inside, sometimes half back. Just, yeah, a little bit tough for him. Okay. Um, Collingwood as a wing are actually tough to score against, so. This question for from J-Ball, uh, Johnson and McRae to Dunkley and a Rook, or McRae and Anderson to Steele and Sheasel? Ooh, I actually kind of like the second one. Yeah, still and Sheasel sounds all right. Yeah. Sheasel, we know, has has a good matchup. We've yes. talked about LDU's matchup. They play for the same team. And um, Steele, I mean, touch wood, but he seems to be, you know, looking a little bit more like the Steele yeah. of old, doesn't I, he? I think I actually would go the second one there because, yeah, um, yeah Sheasel with the matchup he's got this week. Steele and Dunkley now. Dunkley ranked higher on the, the, the big boys, but Steele was still, you know, near the, near the top there. So I don't think there's too much separating them. And, um, yeah, I think Sheasel... Is a, is a good trade-in this week as well, especially no Zeeble 
um, yeah, I like it. Now, next question comes from Doug. Uh, he's sitting pretty 102 Ooh, in overall Doug. rank. So that is, that's just a really, really spicy spot to be in because you pressure, pressure, Don't pressure, yet. but yeah, go like, Go for it. Yep. Um, but his question is, uh, one of either trades, so the first option is taking Crouch and Keys yep. to Steel and Butters. Okay, match the pack okay. on Butters, yep. yeah. Or would you go uh, Wilmot and Keys to Dunks and a Rook? Okay, so the first option is getting in Steel as well. Getting rid of Crouch. Um, I, think, I think there's no rush to get in Butters. Um so are I'll you say are that. you fielding Wilmot? I guess would be the question, wouldn't it? Because if you're going Wilmot and Keys to Dunks in a 200k rook, are you then going to be fielding a 200k rook? Oh, I'm assuming that would be a loop not, uh, at rank yeah. 102. I'd have yeah. to think. Um, although Wilmot's been good, yeah. uh, no, I wouldn't. I I don't think it's a rush to get in butters. So, and so I guess you're you're deciding between Crouch and Butters versus Dunks and Steel. Is that no? I've got that wrong. No, Dunks and Crouch versus Steel and Butters. Steel and butters. Yeah. Um, so if we put it that way, who who would you back in? Steel and Butters versus Crouch. Sorry, versus yeah, Crouch and Dunks. I don't, I don't mind the the theory of this person matching the the top players with Butters because I think when you're ranked 102, you don't to jump into hat territory. You don't actually have to do anything too aggressive. I think you can play straight bat, straight bat, straight no. bat, and then if you get to you know the last week and you're outside, then I think you could make a more aggressive trade. So I don't mind the option of getting steel and, and matching. But then to be fair, a lot of people. Are but then he's got 200k next week, and he can start doing some. some I'm actually on the second one, and I'm so getting dunks. dunks. I think Crouch can match steel, um, or, or at least match at least match Butters, week. and then Dunks can match steel. Um, you know, he's versing Hawthorne this week. Uh, I'd, I'd probably go the second option and, and having more cash in the bank next week could provide more flexibility. So, right, but so, um, you're obviously about, ranked better than we are, Doug. Yeah, so, go with your own advice. So, don't take, take your gut. But that's, those are my thoughts um, yeah. with that one there. So we haven't helped you, Dougie. Sorry there, mate. Um, no, no, what we we'll have. Do, we'll we'll scro- give just some things to think about. We'll scroll down to the bottom of the comments. So if you had a, a question earlier on, just copy paste it down to the bottom and we'll, we'll have a little bit of a look down the bottom here. Uh, so McRae to Dunks or Doherty or Will Day to Sheasel or LDU here from Chris. What are you thinking there? You um, you would say McRae, wouldn't you? Get rid of McRae. Yeah, McRae is just he's just dog shit, really. See the um, thing, you, like I think McRae will be if you've owned him for a few weeks, he's going to be frustrating you. So for your mental health, trade to Dunks or Doc. And then the fact that Will Day has a decent matchup this week means that you, your justification is there. Like, whereas yeah. you'd be filthy on yourself if you traded Day to Sheasel and Day goes big this week and you knew he had a good matchup. Yep. Whereas you know McRae's been dog shit for you for the last couple yeah, of weeks. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. I'd, I'd, I'd back you in there. Yeah, for sure. So, beautiful. Uh, so, Tyler here says, Fletcher to Hewitt to get my last rook off the field yep. if it means I can get Walsh to steal. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I yeah. think, um, look, I'm not a huge fan of Hewitt if you have other options, but I think of the guys around that price tag, he probably is the best and option. You, you need to move off Walsh. Um, You're not going to do much worse than how steal. How much is Hewitt, actually? Um, George Hewitt. Um, oh, fucking hell, he's 464. That's yeah, pretty okay, that's crazy that for a guy that we all liked last year. Eh? Um, yeah, so I, I'm fine with that as a guy that, you know, instead of a rookie, I would definitely definitely do that. Okay, uh, Andrew here says, Hey lads, thoughts on keys to Nankervis? And is it Nankervis or is it Nankervis or is it... It's whatever we decided it's it is. It's Nank. <laughs> <laughs> Safe. I love it. Yeah. Okay. So keys to Nank. 
and then playing windy on field, Ashcroft dunk or sorry, and Ashcroft to dunks, and then pocket some dollars to put on Windhager's head to turn into Sicily next week. So, so essentially forced into fielding Windhager this week. Yeah, okay. So going keys down to Nank. Uh, I, I, to get Ashcroft to dunks. Uh, is there, uh, I'd be I, looking for looping options there, would you? Do you think? Yeah, I don't like the idea of going keys down to Nank. Um, I just it's feel like... It's a long like way down. It is a long way down. And you're pocketing and I feel a lot like, of dollars, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, I'd want to be using that cash more immediately. Yeah, so um, who could you go keys down to instead of to Nank and then still be able to get Ashcroft to dunks, which is what this person wants to do? Could you go keys I mean, to maybe, like Hewitt? Uh, or? Again, you don't have to force the trade to get into dunks. So like, yeah. I would be trying to have a look at someone like well, remember this uh, is the Flanders. Like, say if you go yeah. keys down to a Flanders who and then an Ashcroft up to... You know, um, an LDU or yeah. someone like that, maybe who's maybe not quite as expensive. I agree. Um, I agree. I'd probably be trying to do something more like that rather than trying to force the dunk and playing a rookie on field as a result. Um, because I like Windhager as like a a loop option, but I don't want yeah. it to be like your only option at F6. Yeah. Andrew, also consider that, you know, Dunkley's break even is really high this week as well and Sicily's is a lot lower. Yeah, and you so, can always fall back on that and um, you know, I, we'll be able to get him in the next few weeks. Yeah, well, Dunkley's capable of going 140. It's less likely that he does. Yeah. Um, does Mitch choose dark bottles so we won't see how little he drinks? <laughs> What am I trying to do here? Just yeah. get plastered. Let's <laughs> like get fucked up. <laughs> our advice is already fucking sketchy at best, so we, we may as well be hammered while we try and give people yeah. advice. Uh, but yes, that is... You actually- don't know how much I've drunk before the podcast either. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, who are we going to next? Who goes first, Mills, Berg or Windhager? Just give it to us in one word. Um, Mills. Okay, that's all. Let's take. We'll take one word. We'll take one Mills. word. Let's have a look. Bindi, don't ask us a question, Bindi. You know best, mate. What he's ranked seven or something. You don't want to know. No, nah, we got you, Bindi. Don't worry. He says <laughs> we're one and a half beers deep. We we got you, mate. He goes. I'll ask the ball boys a question so that I, I can do the exactly. <laughs> yeah. Bindi's question is: Would you tick off Sheldrick to Flanders and Robertson to Hugh? Bro, I didn't even. I didn't even. No, I didn't read it. Doesn't count. Yeah, you, yeah. You didn't get. You didn't get me, Bindi. Yeah, I didn't read yeah, it. Did, didn't get. And fucking hell. And yes, I would tick off. Yes, trade. absolutely tick that Absolute off. Absolutely, yeah. I'd tick that off. <laughs> Bale's a spicy take this week. Is Dunkley one fifty on debut for me and his VC? So Bales that makes is, me more nervous than optimistic because what Bales, the Bales is gone. Bales's VC sometimes they they've got a curse. I reckon he's got you know. Well, was it him that was it? Bales that VC Tim English the first week he brought him in, and he he dropped poor, that like. Poor that, I think that was a C, but poor bloody Bales oh, is, yeah. has not had a lucky year. I'll say that, especially Content Creators Cup. Okay, nah, more good. more questions. Uh, oh, I want to get to sorry. Just okay. skip ahead to Tim's question. Okay, um, Wang any Miller Miller tag risk? Do you think he's getting? I know you love the tag questions. You, you're right. I I do. Um, is he getting tagged by our friend um, McGuinness? Or do you go to a Sinclair? Um, I think I think he's the more likely option because of the role that Sinclair's playing this year. So Sinclair's, yes, Sinclair will float across halfback and get some of that cheap stuff, but Sinclair's playing a little bit more of an inside role. So I think of the two of those options, St Kilda have shown that they've 
they've shown a priority to want to get it in in um, Wanganeen Miller's hands. And so mm-hmm. I think of those two, he's the more likely if it, if it is to come. I think the tag would be more effective on a player like Wanganeen Miller. We saw McGinnis go to Rioli last week. So they definitely are not afraid to do those halfback players. Um, so I think that if I had to put money on it, he'd go to... Yeah. Gavin, as uh, Tim likes to call him. Um, so, yes. Or would you go Took out? I'm, I'm backing in Took there, personally. Yeah, yeah back him in. Um, Bales has dispelled this this rumour. He suggested he had Doherty VC last week. as oh, the big boys. So. That's because he listens to the big boys. So, the big boys back you up here, Bales. Uh, so, so, I reckon and Bindi, that trumps any bad luck. And Bindi's laughing at us. You almost had me trapped there, Bindi. <laughs> I thought, why is this bloke asking us for advice? He knows, better. Not, he knows yeah. better than us. I think it was a trap. It was an absolute trap. Uh, Let's maybe do one or two more, and then uh, then we'll, we'll give these guys some time to figure out their last trades. Absolutely. You, you pick a couple for me, mate. All right. Let's have a look. Um, um, oh, let's answer Dane's question here. Rank 163. What are these good coaches doing watching our, our live stream? Uh, Mills to Parish or Merritt or Dunks in the mids? I have she's F6 in a pickle. This is a good question. Um, what do you feel about like bringing in Dunkley as a midfield option um, versus bringing in a pure mid? Like, Do we think that... I mean, Dunks is the number one big boy this week, so... Yeah, we... I think from what I can... Um, gather from listening to all the content that's out there like this season has been reasonably unique in the fact that we've had sort of six to eight defenders and sort of six forwards who are locked into that like really upper echelon of scoring as well so I actually don't mind the move of bringing in one of those guys in your midfield if you think that there's another guy you want to bring into your forward line or back line that can score in line with the top midfielders yeah I agree, and I think with this situation, this person in, um, specifically, he's got Sheasel at F6. So what you could be able to do here... I don't here, think that's a pickle, but like no, Sheasel. That's good. So what it'll give yeah. you options next week. So if you trade in Dunkley this week, yeah. next week you're probably going to be looking to trade in one of those guys because of the matchups coming in the next two rounds. Yeah. Um, so you could trade in um, you know, either a defender or a forward because of that Sheasel forward... Defender yep. DDP, yep. your okay. worst defender, your worst forward to get to the um to, par- to, to the parish or the merit if you don't yeah. have him and um uh, and that's yeah. a good way to sort of you let this week decide who that is. Um, so I think that's a that's a good way to go about it. A new subscriber it just popped up on the screen. Hey, we still get those. Cool. Yeah, first time we've had a subscriber <laughs> on the live show that's for cool. a while. Thank, thank you for that person who subscribed. If you haven't subscribed yet, and you yeah, um, if you haven't subscribed, firstly, what have you been doing this whole season? But I mean, to be fair, all, like even if you just want to subscribe and then like turn off notifications, and a mice like a still yeah, a subscriber. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, Dane follows up said it means that butters she's out. For a mid, I'm not sure I follow that there, but um, I think it's okay to. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what you mean there, Dane. Is that this round, or are you talking about next round? Anyway, well, um, maybe he'll respond in a second. Let's do another. Is, is the plant behind you fake? Yes, it is a fake plant. Oh, Ex- excellent botanist. What are you talking about? Someone spotted that, so you get a close up of the. It, All right. Despite how real cool. it looks, we just. <laughs> What are you, what are you that's, doing? That's here, perfect man? positioning for the plant. And uh, the big boy is still in frame. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, okay. the, cool. the plant is fake. I'm sure people can, can tell that now that you've given them a close up inspection. <laughs> yeah. Let, let them know. Fucking around. All right. Uh, yes, so the plant is fake. Um, 
Next week, yeah. So I, I think that's fine. Next week, you can sort of have that discussion and sort of figure out, uh, or maybe something else comes up, Dane, if another guy uh, in your forward or defender lines, maybe it's Stewart or someone like that, you might want to get off a player uh, and move Sheasel into your defence and then get a midfielder that way. Um, yeah, I think that's definitely a play you could you could have a look at. Uh, one more question. Uh, hey, boys, will my pod Tim Kelly bounce back this week against North, who typically give out the most points inside mids or a must trade? Also, thoughts on a cheeky Rosie captaincy this week, playing in his 100th. Uh, Showdown. I actually, I wanted to, I wanted to um, tweet, and I, I might do this later tonight, but I wanted to tweet out those stat gurus out there. The evidence for players performing better in their milestone games. And oh, is yeah. there's actually any evidence to suggest that they do any better or worse? Because I feel like we use it as like a, oh, it's a 100th game, but I feel like most often it doesn't actually... Papowski, Papowski would be able to get you those stats, I'd imagine. Um, but yeah, Tim Kelly this week versus North. I think it's... um. I mean, it's probably all, not the week to trade him out. What are you, I'm sure he actually had a, a shocker last week. If you have him and you invested in him as a pod, and he's coming up for the North Melbourne matchup, then that's just like last week. To me, that makes sense that you at least hold him for this week, even if you're frustrated with him. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. Oh, I want to say early in the week, West Coast were actually favourites to win that game, but they're no longer favourites anymore. Um, look, I think you can hold him. And sort of cross your fingers um, because it is that positive matchup. Yeah. If he doesn't perform in this game, then you absolutely have to get rid of him. But yeah, you can probably hold him at least one more week, and then uh, and then do that. Rosie C, look Adelaide, they're just tough to score against. And uh, whilst Rosie's been great in terms of consistency of hundreds, a yeah. lot of them have been sort of one hundred to one ten. So yeah. um, I think we can aim a little That's bit right. higher than that. So we've been going for an hour. Yes. Should we um, let some people go and play with their teams? Yeah, let's go and do that. So, guys, thank you very much for tuning in on this Friday, Arvo. Good luck with your round 20 trades and captaincies. Are you going to follow the big boys this week or are you going to venture out to a unique captain? Let us know in the comments after this show is finished. Give the video a big thumbs up and make sure you are subscribed and we'll see you guys for the round review next week. Laters. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.